Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Swirl Suite, everybody. I got a special episode today, okay? This episode I am so excited about that I released it a day early. It's the story of Brene and Joe, chef and a wine girl. I mean, sometimes the universe just does wonderful things, and this is one of them. Here's their story. Cheers. Well, welcome to the Swell Suite. Thank you. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. So I've been following you guys since you started the cooking show on YouTube. And Joe, I've had your food in D.C., and I was so excited to see you guys together. So, like, how did the YouTube show start? How did it all come together? Well, when people, so um, we started dating in, or well, we met online late July, met in person at when his restaurant reopened out here in the Bay Area. And then um, as soon as people started learning that we were together, they were like, power couple. (laughs) They were like, oh my God, food, wine, yes. And we like both of you a lot, get together. And I remember he was like, oh yeah, we have to do this. This could be our IG handle. This is all we could do. And I was like, no, we're not doing that. And then I finally caved. And it's just been this fun rendition of literally everything we do in our personal lives. Yeah, (laughs) we just always he always cooks really good food and i'm always bringing wine and so (laughs) we just decided to like start documenting it and sharing it with people and it's been so well received so yeah so that's 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 basically really how it started i mean of course i was always on like instagram lives my on my other two pages (laughs) (laughs) so i decided to carry her along with me for this ride and journey and (laughs) And I was like, well, look, let's make it fun. So, yeah. Oh, man. That's so awesome. So it it seems like it came very natural to both of you. Yes. It's a very organic structure, too, which a lot of people are like, so like, when do you write the script? I was like, there's zero script. Believe me, like, she's like, you know, she's the planner. She's the planner. She's like, when are you going to have these recipes? People want the recipes together, like. Can we get the recipe? Mm. So I was like, if they watch the video, they will get the recipe. That's you know? just the type A in me. That's literally the dynamic in our relationship is I'm the one that's like structured and I want to look ahead and have things planned. And he's like, let's have it happen organically. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, oh, okay. The thing's going to happen. It's 24 hours. Well, that's probably best because if you were dating yourselves, it probably wouldn't be any fun. Well, I'm pretty great. I'm awesome. I dated myself for five months in Oakland, please believe. <laughs> I was very entertained looking outside the window. Oh, were you now? <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, what actually brought you to Cali? So, honestly, so one year ago today, um, I flew out here to do my tasting. And I was, you know, I was with Barcelona. When I moved to Atlanta, I moved with Barcelona. And then I left, when I left Barcelona, I got with another group out there, Southern Proper Hospitality. And my boss from Barcelona was like, look, I got this opportunity in LA. I was like, bet. 
So that, the whole process started um, kind of like in October last year. And then like the LA thing went well, but like it went silent after like the third interview. And I was like, all right, whatever. He thought I actually had the job. So he called me back like, how's the West Coast? Like, I'm still in Atlanta. He's like, what? So he was like, look, I got something in Berkeley for you. Uh, tell me if you like that. My thing was, I knew I was going to leave Atlanta. I had no intentions on being in Atlanta past two years. Um, originally, it was just supposed to be after the Super Bowl in bounce, but I stayed a little bit longer. But my idea to come to the West Coast is kind of being a more progressive food scene. Again, chasing Michelin stars and doing all, all my jam and, and making it happen. Of course, I left D.C. kind of at the peak of that, that wave there. So I was like, well, mm -hmm. let me go to a more progressive city. I've done uh, D.C. I'm from there. I can always go back whenever I want. So that's what kind of led me out here. And again, honestly, a year ago today, I flew out here to do my tasting. I moved out mm -hmm. to California March 8th. March the 7th. By March 9th, I started my first day of work and we knew we were going to be shutting down. So I literally baited myself in an apartment for five months. Wow. <laughs> Damn mask. Man, what do you think the difference is between like the food scene in California and the food scene um, in Atlanta and DC? First, the food scene in, in I'm, I'm directly in Oakland. So I could, I will compare Oakland to DC, like how it correlates into the growth of what's going on in Oakland specifically. And honestly, like when we saw the boom that happened, like the 14th street and all of a sudden you got restaurants popping up in alleys and stuff like what in the world? Yeah. Like, I'm not going over there. I know what it is. I'm, I'm like, no way. That's the kind of scene that's happening in Oakland right now. And it's really a good community based network of like, industry professionals like the chefs, bartenders, all the industry folks are really, really tight knit here in Oakland. And that is very reminiscent of DC. Atlanta is a really spread out city. So you don't have that same community, but there are like each pocket of Atlanta itself, you have that strong community base, but Atlanta as a city, it's just way too spread out uh, to get that same conglomerate of people versus, you know, DC being a small city, like, Everybody knows everybody. Everybody's on 14th Street. Everybody's in Georgetown. Mm -hmm. Everybody's on H. You know, everyone's on U. Like, so you have that group of people that's like, all right, bet. We're going here. You spend more money in tips because you probably didn't pay full price for anything if you went out. So, so tell me more about the pairing. What, um, what's your, uh, which each, what is each of you's favorite pairing that you've created together? So, so far, my favorite pairing it just happens to be the hot that hot chicken and lambrusco. That looked bomb. Like that looks so bomb. That was that was good. And I I had a glass of the bottle. I had a glass out of the entire bottle. But that glass was well worth it. Because honestly, like the acidity in it really cut through the heat. And it's like mm. people like I had someone I posted a picture and someone said, how come you don't have pickles on your hot chicken? If it's real hot chicken, I need my pickle. I was like, I'm about to pair with some wine. That pickle will kill everything I got going. People are so, so funny about food. <laughs> my goodness. So I was like, look, the, the city and the wine did just that. It cut through the fat. It mellowed out the spice. And it really brought forth the fruit notes into the, in the wine itself. So I was like, yeah, I, I did that. <laughs> like, that was good. 
Like I was super happy about that one. And honestly, the last one we did, because I've, I've never had to make Bride Sisters, you know, Red Blend or or, uh, or the Wade Sellers. So I was really excited to try both of those, even though like McBride Sisters I can find anywhere. The Wade Sellers has been really kind of elusive. Yeah, I haven't had it. So I was like, I got to try this. So that one worked really well with the pizza that uh, Brene did. I was like, yeah, this is this is magical. All of all of the pairings hmm. have been class acts. <laughs> yeah, the inspo is literally just anything we haven't right. had. That's the that, goal. <laughs> that I don't in, uh, naturally work with. So, <laughs> like anything her job doesn't own. <laughs> and then it's like, what haven't we had? <laughs> what what's different? What's cool? Um, something that I admired out the gate talking to Joseph as he talks about food the way I talk about wine mm. so when we're talking and planning pairings it's really really fun because we both just start geeking out and yes I'll have a wine that he hasn't had but I'm like you need to try this and then he's automatic with you know flavor that's how, that's how it really comes about you know flavor profiles mm-hmm. to work and you know one of the things when doing this is like presented we always talk about food and wine is like we both geek out in our respective crafts but you still want to present it in which way that people can everyday people will understand it which is why I get bombarded with like can I get the recipe like yeah I want to I want to make this at home because we we are truly making approachable food that people can do every day they might do it already just don't think about it in the same fashion and out here like the wine industry is like that's that's the best part about California okay Mm -hmm. like to go anywhere and it's like all the wines that you wish you could have back at home. It's like, oh yeah, you just go up the street and get that. Like we had, even at the job the other day, we, um, somebody bought a 1982 Robert Mondavi Ziffenbaum. Oh my God. I was like, that's old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my God, that's old. And this is in, like, and we just got that. So of course, you know, we opened up, poured a little glass, make sure it's good going to the guests. And it was it was amazing. So we we have that luxury. And I always say got these nice work perks that that play into it. But the wine being to have access to wine country is truly amazing. So, um, Brene, what about you? Did you have a favorite pairing that you guys have created? The hot chicken, I think, is still was number one. Mm-hmm. But I'm in my mind flipping between the gnocchi that we did mm-hmm. or the paella with the Organ yeah. I mean, y'all pizza look fire too. Yeah, that pizza. Okay, oh, yeah, I'm still good. waddling from that pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we made three pizzas, and that was like that was gonna be lunch and dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so like back to like me being the planner. Like I, so I'm the wine girl. I'm sitting back here talking about the wines, but I'm also just back here drinking. And he's always like, "Come over," and I'm back there, you know, pizza in hand with wine. Like, huh? Like, no, just you know. Talk. I made mine. I made mine done. Like, let me just be back here drinking. And then I get back on camera and I'm like, you guys. Oh, good. So I'm completely useless during these things. So I'm just back there enjoying the food. But she gets mad. Like, this got to be shorter. I'm too drunk on camera. (laughs) That paella and the uh, organ pino was beautiful. Got the Perone. Yeah, but then the gnocchi that we did as well. That was oh, you know what would be bomb if y'all, like when the world opens up, you have like a private supper club 
and you just get people to pay you to just do exactly what you're doing. Don't tell our secrets. Don't yeah, tell our secrets. Okay. That was the first kind of conversation. Because again, I moved out here in the middle of a pandemic. So again, I, I got a job and got furloughed from that job before I got a full paycheck from that job. So I spent five months like really questioning everything I ever done. Like, why did I do this? Is this truly the right move? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And when we met, we were like, you know, really getting to know each other and really bonding. Um, I spent some time out in Sonoma and it was like, you know, I met people at the restaurant who would love to host private dinners. Like this space would just kill. And like, I just have people travel an hour away and just I'll cook up some food. But that was the biggest thing for me is building the network. Again, I'm new here. So I was like, I know her and the yeah. people I work with. <laughs> That's it. So for me, it was like getting the guests and interacting with the guests and understanding what they want. And just, again, building my network for, you know, when it comes time to do pop-ups in which I got some pop-ups in mind, not nothing scheduled just yet, but, you know, we can't go through another pandemic waiting to get rehired. I can tell I'm you. Telling you. I'm, uh, I'm thinking ahead of, on that. I did, I did meal prep for the apartment building when I, when I first moved here. So it was like, look, anybody wants some meals? I was doing some meal prep for some people here. So that was good just to keep me busy and keep me afloat. So. Wow. Well, you know, please. Uh, when <laughs> we really started to like first, first started dating, I was introducing a bunch of people to him and uh, bringing them out to the restaurant. I was probably at the restaurant every, <laughs> every week with different people. And so when they saw us launch Chef and Wine Girl, they were like, oh, well, we can host you at the winery, like do a dinner here. So there are oh, man, our wineries that are like, come do this. And we're both just like, we do have like full-time <laughs> <laughs> jobs. And um, I don't know, there's so much opportunity with it. So we're kind of having fun as long as it stays fun. But I think for us, like this is gonna that was the biggest thing. I, I told her like if it's not fun anymore, like I don't yeah. want to do it. Like it feels yeah. like we're I don't want to do it. Well, and it's fun for us. I, I just think there's so much opportunity that could come from it. So uh, we're still just sitting back and really looking out at what the opportunities are and if they make sense. But yeah, mm -hmm. there are a number of people that are like, come to the come to the winery, come to this space, cook. Uh, <laughs> you know, here's the wine, just do a dinner. So there's all kinds of potential when the world opens back up. So that's fantastic. Still. That's, a, that's such a great story. Oh, man. Yeah. I met on a dating website, so. Shout out to Hinge. Wow. When I say I was in my apartment for five months, no con, like, I would see people, but then, like, you don't see them. And my sous chef, matter of fact, my sous chef from Atlanta, I came in town, and we hung out. He said, like, I got to go. I got a date. I was like, what do you mean you got a date? He was like, yeah, I met a girl. Where where'd you meet someone? Like, you just flew here. He's like, hinge. I was like, what is that? He's like, it's like Tinder, but it's not. I was like, all right. So I went home, downloaded it, and started swiping. And I found the farmer. So, so I have a question. Green Acres. <laughs> so there's that. I think I had a picture of me in front of a John Deere tractor when I was in New York. And that's why he swiped right on me or whatever you do on here. Wow. Know. But yeah. <laughs> So um, 
Did you guys know who each other was before you met online? Not at all. No. I no. saw a chef because I I hate dating apps. Hinge is great, but I was like towards the end of burnout. So mm. I remember I saw his picture and it has your occupation or whatever. And he looked all innocent. <laughs> and then I saw that he was a chef and I was like, oh, yes. Oh my. <laughs> We're going to figure something out. But then he, <laughs> he asked me. Yes. So I also like I have zero patience. Zero. He asked me like, um, "What's a date like? What's a day in the vineyard like?" And I was like, "Ugh, that's a loaded question. If you want to know, you'll take me out to lunch or something." It's like I'm not here to write essays. Oh my! That's what he says. I'm not here to write essays. If you want to know more, you can take me out to lunch. So I asked, so I gave her my number. And then I just was like, "Oh." And then left it. Just left it on red. Okay. And I just didn't respond for a month. It was not a month. It was three like two weeks. and a half weeks. Three weeks. Two and a half. Anyways, uh, 40 under 40 came out, and we had already established that we knew mutual people. Like, yeah. we both know Sakari. Yeah. Um, he was following you for a very long time. We had already <laughs> obviously met. So mm-hmm. we had people in common. So he reached back out and was like, oh, congratulations. You know, the restaurant. Ah, like, very smooth. I like it. I'm like, oh, snap. I'm, I'm going through 40 under 40. My friend, she does. She's uh, one of the co-founders of the Root, Roots Firm. So we were talking about that. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, this this the girl I was trying to talk to in the head. Let me see if her profile still active. You know, I just gave her a little congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Shot me a note, and then he was like, come to the restaurant, whatever. And then, like in the twelfth hour, I realized I did not make a reservation. Like Perfect I had to. Do- no, I, I mean, we had him going on here, so I didn't even think about making a reservation. So I reached back out and then he books the reservation for uh-huh. a friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I brought him a bottle of wine. And that, Sarita, when I say like I was cackling like a hyena, he made <laughs> this like it's a skillet pancake with candied bacon with chicken breast on top. And when I tell you I was the loudest thing in that seating area, it was so good. And then I was extra turned because I was having mimosas. And then he was there again. I think he's all innocent and cute and he's got wonderful eyelashes. And I was just like, oh my God. And my friend who came with me, because he's not with us, he's just, you know, sending food out. My girlfriend's there, like, okay, girl, I know it's harvest, but I'm gonna take your place today. They're not even gonna know. Uh, she's like, you need to, you need to call him back. You need to go out to drink with him or something. I'm planning your wedding today. And he's, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, still, I'm still just sitting there and probably super red because he's out there talking about all these flavors. I'm sitting there like, you know, all sweaty, hot, boring, <laughs> like, oh my god, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's dancing. Oh no. Um, so I was definitely uh, seduced by brunch for sure. And then uh, later that day, I was like, okay, I'll call you back. <laughs> you guys are like a Hallmark movie, like brand, like all in one. <laughs> it was a mess. I was tackling. I, and oh. like, for the longest time when we were just, we'd have dinner somewhere that he cooked. And I'd post it like on Instagram or something like, how do you sneakily propose to somebody? And they're like, and I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you know, like, this food is just, you know, I've never tasted anything. And then, you know, I, I've had great wine pairings before, but 
you know, to have it from somebody you really care about and yeah. to be a part of that, it's been really special. So I'm glad I called him back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad he responded. I'm glad he's persistent. You know. It works out well. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. She took me, she took me to, to the vineyard and you know. I call myself being fresh. I had my suede shoes on. Oh. You know, I was like, I'm about to kill her up here. Yeah. Man. It was suede so much shoes dirt. at a vineyard? So we, okay. I so didn't know. I'm thinking of like a tasting room, you know, going in. You know, I had no clue. It was like real. She's a farmer. Good. You know she was going to take you out in the dirt. Hey, oh. Somebody tell him. <laughs> All I brought was summer clothes over here. <laughs> We met during harvest, so um, yeah. I always felt like wear shorts. Our first, our first date in Sonoma, um, I randomly got a call. I thought I was done with work, so I was in a dress or whatever, and I get a call that you know it's time to pick because of the fires and, and everything else. And I was like, "Ooh, uh, what are you doing for the rest of the day?" And he's like, "Nothing." So I had him pop in. I zoomed back to the ranch, loaded up a trailer, and I was going off to pick up these macro bins. And I usually do this by myself. I'm not <laughs> expecting the winemakers to be there or anything. When they know I'm coming to pick it up, like they know I can do it, it's fine. But remember, I have not changed out of said dress. So we get out to Napa and automatically I see the winemaker, I see the assistant winemaker, I, I'm looking at him, like we don't know each other that well yet, and I'm like, oh, okay. So they've got this janky forklift, my dog runs off somewhere, the wind is picking up, so I'm sitting there trying to give people a show. All of a sudden, one guy's on the forklift, the other guy's loading it's like up. Four, it's like four dudes. This guy <laughs> that had been driving back ski skirts to a stop. He's now out. I see Joseph go from just standing there to now he's helping. And I'm on the side looking like, wait a minute, why does it take four men to load up eight macro bins? And I've already said I could do this myself. Oh I'm trying to get in there. I hit him with a ratchet strap, but they're all hot, sweaty. Nobody's talking to me. I'm just off to the side. Then we finally get ready to go. I hop back in my truck and he's like, oh, I see why you get all this help. But <laughs> <laughs> like, that was our first date. And and he just, her dress was like blowing in, like Marilyn Monroe in the wind over there. He's like, oh my gosh, let me, let me help her with these bins. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to teach you something. But yeah, by the end of it, he's just covered in dirt. Like he did not come for that. But I was like, this is harvest, like, you know, I gotta be ready to jump on the fly. But he stuck it out. Um, still here. He's still, still, here. still here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what a story. Really <laughs> mess, to say the least. Oh, I love it. it. Like, you know what, the, the, the pandemic has made everything seem like it's, I feel like I've known her for years. Sure. It's like, gosh. I mean, y'all skipped all the bullshit. Yeah, like we really just been like, man, five, six months. It's like I feel like this has been like a three-year rodeo, right? <laughs> I mean, I think part of that too is like, I mean, we're both a little bit older, so nobody's really game for casual dating, and we both, you know, have our careers established. We're both serious people about what we do, so I think it's been really nice to just find somebody who understands that, like. Yeah. We both work 10, 12 hour days. We both 
work six days a week, you know, and even on that day off, we're still probably answering emails or texts or whatever else. But it's been nice to understand that while we're both independent, we both respect each other's places and understand the, the level of work ethic it takes to be successful. And then, you know, obviously our career paths are super complimentary. And then we are as people as well. I'm super type A <laughs> and like in it. And uh, he's super relaxed and patient and go with the flow. Yeah. So it's, it's been really nice. I, and I, I totally believe the pandemic has accelerated a lot of that, but I think naturally it probably would have happened. Well, this yeah. is awesome. You guys look great and you have like a great energy together. It's probably the Pinot Noir. Right? It is. <laughs> oh, yes, please. What are you drinking? Uh, we are Love Jay. Love Jay. Can I say Love Jay? No, I haven't had that. Shout out to Black History Month. Amen. He's out of Hillsburg. Out of Hillsburg. It's good. It's beautiful. Yeah, the color mm-hmm. looks wonderful in your glass. Yeah. Look there. Look there. <laughs> awesome. In sync. Love it. <laughs> so this part of the show, um, I ask you like random questions that may or may not be rapid answers. Go for it. So here we go. When you were a kid, what was your favorite processed food? My favorite processed food. Uh, but I'm a mama hot, hot sauces to us. Well, hot sauces to us. Yeah. Yeah. 100% hot. 100% I love hot. it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to say pickle pig. But... Ew. Ew. You ate that as a kid? Off the ice cream truck? Yeah, absolutely. Ugh. Oh, no. Hot sauces are, yeah, I'm but sorry. not pig feet. Pickle pig feet was good. Mm-mm. No way. No way. <laughs> Next week's episode. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's get down to your room. <laughs> okay, what is your food pet peeve? I love asking food and wine people this question. My food pet peeve, I guess when I'm out in the restaurant, will be the over-explanation of food. Oh. Like, I just, I just want to eat it. I don't even know how to eat it. You mean when the waiter comes to the table and starts explaining yeah. what's on the menu, that kind of thing? Yes. Got it. But it's, it's usually like, not. I find myself doing this when I write menus too. It's like this. I just want like to say three things mm-hmm. and they can figure it out. Gotcha. I would say just the temperature of my food. I don't need one side being too hot, one side being cold, one huh. being warm. Like I need everything to be hot and I need it to all come out together. All right. That's serious. It's, she sounds serious about that. Yeah, like I want hot now, <laughs> same time. Thank you. I don't eat salads. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you received $5,000, what would you do with it? Oh, I feel like I'm a guy's question. I received $5,000 right now. I would probably go ballistic and buy some brand new stools from a kitchen. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I need some new wine glasses. Since I have been doing Chef and Wine Girl, I can no longer use my previous employer's wine glasses. It's too much, you know, brand advertising. So uh, I need some unmarked wine glasses, a nice decanter, you know. Mm. 
I guess I'll go shopping because I haven't really been shopping since the pandemic started. So I need some new bags. If I had $5,000, I would go anywhere because clearly I got enough money to sit through anybody's 10 to 14 day quarantine. So I'm out. That's fair. <laughs> would you go Would you go somewhere with like, well, you live in California, so you got water. Do you need like a beach See, or an but, island? But, but hold on. That water is, a, it looks good, but don't stick your feet in there because it's cold. The Pacific <laughs> Ocean is cold from top to bottom. Yeah. Like okay. the beach may look nice, but you step your cold. you step your feet in that water is shock. But it looks um, good. I've actually never been to a California beach, so you ain't missing this nothing. Is good to know. No, you're missing. <laughs> there are some beautiful beaches here. If you go to San Diego, the water is warm. Gotcha. But warm everywhere else, summer. No for the most part, all of the water at any beach you go to is going to be colder. If you have a San Diego day in the summer, it will be warmer and actually enjoyable. Like, you're not going to recoil stepping your feet mm-hmm. in some water. But there are some very scenic beaches here. Yeah, they, there are very scenic beaches. Yes. Like, the water to cold. see eclipse in the rocks is definitely like, okay, hmm. I love this picturesque scene. I can sit here. Light a little fire and have my little. Uh, little that's why pe- people that live um in California on TV they always have like sweaters and like blankets yes. on yes. their deck if they live on the beach. Old. Interesting. Got it. Okay. I was, I was, come just came July when July came around. I was so depressed because mm. my heat was still coming on in the apartment. And I was like, why is the heat coming on? I'm like, gosh, when you step outside, I'm like, why is it so cold in the middle of the summertime? Mm. Maybe like this, this, this how it is. But this is the place that you start out the day wearing like full-on pants, hoodies, and then you know you just strip away the layers. The day go by. The Bay Area is always cold. You can go to San Francisco; it's 100 degrees in snow. When you go to San Francisco, it's like 70s. Wow! So the Bay Area they have microclimates. So when you look at the uh, forecast, like you're looking at three different temperature sets depending on where you are. So it's like you got inland, you got uh, was it the beach, coastline. coastline, and then it's like what else? The bay, pretty much. Yeah. Huh. So weird. That? California is like five states on one. Seems that way. That's also depressing. When you get in the car, <laughs> you, you're driving for several hours. Like, oh, the we? long road trips. Oh, God. Yeah. That would kill but it's me. Like, it's like a long road trip, but you're still in California road trips. It's like, yeah. And he was driving somewhere, and I was like, damn, like, we've been in this car for, like, three hours. We drove down to Santa Monica because we were hitting wineries. Yeah, but that was different. Well, we went, we, we, went to, we went to Hillsburg. Yeah. Went to Hillsburg, and we oh, went to yeah. the house. Yeah, it's And I was like, this drive has been forever, but you still in the same state? <laughs> I was like, there's no scenery change. I was like, okay, it's weird. Oh man! You drive six hours in the East Coast, you could be yeah, yeah, yeah three different states. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you know, you got some joy. Let me stop at this gas station because yeah. I'm in Jersey. They pump the gas. It's like, what was that? <laughs> Renee, have you been to um, have you been to DC before? Yeah, I have. I've oh, been nice. there. Oh, cool. She ain't been to DC, DC. I have been coming there. soon. Okay. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, how do you take your eggs? Scrambled. I like 
soft scrambled eggs or over easy. Nice. But if I wake if I wake up in the morning, I'll do a quick soft scramble with a heartbeat. Okay. In the heartbeat. I'm all about efficiency and convenience. And scrambled is the way to go. Poached eggs are really good. That's fair. All right. Last question. Is the well, I mean, you guys probably can grill year-round, but think about the first time you're you bringing out the grill. What are you sipping and what song are you playing? We've already busted out the grill because okay. it was 80 degrees in January. Jesus. So <laughs> and we, well, he cooked a million things. That was the same day that we did the hot chicken. Yeah, the same day we did the hot chicken video. And definitely broke out the grill. She has a 12 foot, like, it's an 18 foot stone. Oh, sorry. 18 foot stone grill pit. Like, it's for a food wine festival, basically. Yeah. And I was like, let's start this grill up. Firewood, got it going. There's some chicken, some steaks on there. Yeah, some shrimp. I did like paella again. But, you know, that was during the day. Mm. And then later that evening, rather cool outside, like freezing outside. Yeah. So, you know, turn ourselves on the inside of the house (laughs) early night. And Brene checked on the fire before we went to sleep. And she said, oh, it's going to be just fine. You're skipping a lot of details. What details am I skipping? <laughs> so we started the day out at like 80 degrees. He's cooking. We're drinking. We were drinking a number of things. We drank the Lambrusco. We had, had a cab Yeah, we had a cab frog. We had a brute rosé. We had a and then something else. Like but it cooled down so much that I was like, you know what? This is going to burn out because in the mornings it was super wet outside. And so it rained. It hadn't rained. It was just that dewy and misty outside. So I was like, this is going to cool down. Not going to be a problem. But we had a wind advisory and the wind had picked up to about 30 miles an hour by like one in the morning. So two, two in the morning, he goes, I see light and he's staring out my bedroom window and I was like you should see nothing but the moon I walk over there and the grill had relit and it's like swirling fire and so I don't think so he grabs his drinking water I had a Yeti a a Yeti canister of water so he just his phone and Yeti and he's hustling downstairs I'm looking at him like what are you doing that whatever so I go and grab a bucket, but like, I don't even think my feet touch the stairs. Like you should not see flames that tall. And so we go down there and he literally just throws the drinking water on it. So, and I, didn't think of, I didn't have any of my hoses set up. So like I'm sitting there trying to fill this bucket oh, to man. put the flames out. And he's just standing next to it, like little drinking water, like, you know, thank goodness. Thank goodness. For the rest of the night, I could not sleep. I'm looking at every light. I'm like, is that God? Did we did some catch on fire? Did one of these embers get carried away? Did we start the next California wildfire? Oh, oh, <laughs> I mean, the wind advisory lasted like three days. It was freaking, we were on. And her like, house is like, you know, her house is like Wizard of Oz. It's like a little, little farmhouse that the tor- tornado tornado gonna come and go and you go on the way with the tornado. Okay. <laughs> it's a nice house, but it's a little farmhouse. And you can the wind blow you like this. Woo. 
Why you in the house? So I was like, well, those Emirates can't stand a chance against this. And it was like standing the fire. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, I deleted yeah. all the posts that I posted that day because I was like, post like, I was like, I got to delete everything. I posted fire, wood, cooking <laughs> outside. I was terrified. It was, it was pretty scary. I've never seen that. Before. Oh my gosh! So we have started the grill this year. I don't, I don't know what my, my next California grilling session is going to be, but okay, we know we're not Honestly, uh, my vineyard team wants to show him how to make true, authentic Mexican food. So oh. probably what's next on the agenda. Very nice. How fun! It's 18 foot pit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big grill. So nice. she has a mountain lion where she where she lives at too. A what? You got a bear. A mountain lion. No, nope. Cats, deer, foxes. Mm. From DC, you might see a squirrel. <laughs> you might see a loose cat. Somebody dog on the a loose cat. You know, not no loose mountain lion that's eating the deer. Mm, no, no. She has wild turkeys. Wild turkeys. Wow. Like a lot of them. Not like one or two. She got like, like, it's, like a, it's like 60 wild turkeys. Like you're riding down the road and it's like, that is a lot of things happening right there. Oh, <laughs> love it. Are wild turkeys dangerous? Do they do anything to you? They, they run. No, they can be. They get so big. Like a lot of the males are about three feet tall. Oh my god! They can't be aggressive if, if they're trying to protect something. Hmm. Wow. But you know, it's, it's wild turkeys in DC too. Really? Yeah. Uh, right, coming off like two ninety five, where they do that new complex, that new government complex over there. Um, I, right I've never DC, seen like that. right behind Saint Elizabeth. Wild turkeys, wild up, crazy. Yikes. Yeah. Well, my goodness. Something you okay. don't see every day. <laughs> okay. So if you guys did grill some food and um, <laughs> drank some wine and played a song, what would that wine be? And what would that song be? And your well, answers don't have to be the same. You both can answer separately. A song. The wine. I'm, I'm going with. Outside grilling, I'm going with some rosé. Very nice. Love you bunches, because I love love you bunches. Okay. But if I can get some uh, the reservoir, the chocolate, like the rosé reservoir, I love that too. That like that would be my go-to summertime grill wine. And then the song I would listen to would be "Common Like Water for Chocolate." Very nice. The nice light. choice. The light. Yeah, that's good. Um, we're probably making Mexican food, or no, we're you know we're actually doing tri-tip. If I'm grilling, um, it's Californians can't grill on ribs. Whoa, whoa! Well, you live in California now, so I can grill ribs. That's why you. That's why you went to tri-tip. I like tri-tip. Um, I am not above drinking like a 16% red in the summer. So I'm probably still drinking Zinfandel because that is forever and a day like jam. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm probably listening to Outstanding by the Get Band. Oh, very nice. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, you guys are great. <laughs> um, before, before we go, tell everybody where they can follow you. Perfect. So online, you can find us at Chef and Wine Girl everywhere. Everywhere. TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, and yeah, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Hmm. That's our email, too. Yeah. <laughs> <At> Gmail. <laughs> can you guys uh, tell us what you're going to cook next, or is it, uh, can you guys tell us what you're going to cook next, or is it a surprise? Uh, the next thing we're going to be doing is a chili. We're making chili. Oh, nice. We're wine as a surprise. We were supposed to do a, a game day chili that turned to brunch, brunch and bubbles and you never know, made chili. Hey, that, that happens. Strawberry mimosas. Wait, say that again? Car, car, orange and strawberry mimosas. Huh. So good, which is why the chili was never made. Hmm. The winter time like in California is citrus season and they have all the citrus that you could oh, blow. And that it's amazing. So, yeah, do fresh cut strawberries with some car car oranges and mm. some brute rose mm. and some orange juice. And you will Man. not be disappointed. And did it in the French press. Yeah. Whoa. Kind of fruit, I, I have a French press. I have never used it like that. Yes. Yeah, oh. So, you know, the thing is, and I did this like a long time ago, I did a video. I was like, I, I love French press because the guys that are, that service bar used to do uh, French press cocktails all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I don't like all the bits and chunks in my drink. Mm-hmm. I just want the drink. But that infusion stays there. So you get those fruit notes without having fruit chunks and you try to drink around a strawberry and like, oh, I'm to eat that right now. So, hmm. so you Y'all just blew my mind. I'm going downstairs and I'm making a French press drink. So that's it. That's it. I have, I have grapefruit. Palomas. Mm-hmm. Palomas are my favorite. Yeah. Man. Do a mezcal paloma too with some silicium or something? I do have mezcal. Well, that's my evening. Man. Yes. Guys, thank you so much for being You're on welcome. the show. This was fantastic. Thank you so much for having us. Well, guys, that is our show. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Chef and a Wine Girl on social media and their YouTube channel. Check all of the Swirl Sweet team out. Follow us. You know our tags. Vine Me Up, Vino Noir, Vino 301, and Girl Meets Glass. And, of course, the Swirl Sweet. Have a wonderful week. Cheers.